Hi friends, you are listening to another episode of the Momentum Focus podcast. Our promise with every episode is to give you a little bit of wit, a whole lot of godly wisdom, and a potential way that helps you to adjust your focus. I say potential because that invitation to adjust your focus is never us pointing our finger or shaking a finger to shame or blame you. It is never a get your act together, adjust your focus. It's a, hey, had you considered thinking about it this way or looking at it in this way? So it's noticing what you notice and then asking God, what is it that you want me to see? How do you want me to perceive what's happening in my life? Um, And how would you have me respond to it? So again, I pray that every episode does that for you. And if it doesn't, be okay with it. If it even challenges you to ask, what in the world are they talking about? We get to sit with that with God and have a conversation and share that moment. So again, our prayer is that every episode, at the very least, makes you pause and consider what has your focus. Be blessed, y'all. All right, friends, Um, this is Amia Freeman. You are back with another episode of Momentum Focus. And if this is your first time tuning in or you've been with us for the past two seasons, y'all know that anytime we record something and publish it, it is because it's been a message that God has said, this has to be spoken and it has to be heard. Um, And today is no different. Um, So before we roll, I'm going to say a quick prayer because I really want to make sure that we grab a hold of what this message has to offer. Um, And we don't just check it off and like put it up on the shelf, but we realize that this is, this could potentially be like that GPS or, or roadmap to get us from one place to the next, wherever that might be, even if we don't know where the next place is. So let me pray really quick. Uh, Father God, we just thank Thank you for the space to be able to come together with each other, to hear what your word has to say, to just have conversation that is deeply rooted in your truth. um, That isn't just another feel good message that we kind of eat the meal, wipe our mouth and say what's next, but that it literally is moving us from one place to the next. I pray that our ears would be open so we would hear your word. And I pray um, that we on this episode would be able to articulate what's on our hearts and that you would be at the forefront of everything that's shared today. We thank you for your kindness you. and your mercy. And it is in Christ's name that we pray. Jesus name. Amen. 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 So y'all, I have been blessed over these last few episodes to sit in the company of some beautiful women who have phenomenal stories that just remind me of how much we need each other. Um, and today's guest is like, my face would hurt from smiling so big. The fact that I get to bring her on. Um, y'all, Miss Kim is like a spiritual mother to me that has been there 
she just introduced me to what it's like to really live a life of Christ in Christ and a life of faith. Right. Um, and God just reconnected us in the last couple of years. And mm -hmm. I'm reminded that sometimes God will take you back to where you came from to show you what you have, to show you how far you've come, but to show you just how much more he wants to do with you. Um, and in this season, a lot of us feel like we're circling the proverbial mountain and we're like, really, God, <laughs> I thought we had this conversation already. <laughs> but again, I think that it's because he wants to show us, like, don't forget how far you've come. Don't forget, not in a shameful way, don't forget where you came from. Because, you know, family has a way of doing that, right? Mm. But it's not that. It's not a shameful, don't forget where you came from. It is a mindful, don't forget how far you've come and come back to where you started so that God can show you, you now have a new perspective, mm -hmm. fresh eyes, mm -hmm. um, just a new opportunity for you to grow um, in still the same person that you are, even as you're changing. Um, so today I have with us um, Miss Kim Tibbs, who is my Hello. friend and sister and mother. I don't even know if that's possible to be all those in one thing, but it um, is. Um, Y'all, like, I just want to turn over the mic to her and let her talk because. Oh. Oh. Um, but we're going to talk about um, the space of the non negotiables of when I make a decision to take care of myself, spirit, soul, and body, mm -hmm. um, what are the things that I say yes to? What are the things that I have to say no to? How, what does that look like from a practical sense of prioritizing ourselves, um, mm -hmm. knowing that we do get to honor all the parts of who we are collectively Mm -hmm. um and then what obviously what the word of god has to say about that so i'm gonna let miss kim introduce herself and tell y'all a little bit about what she's doing and then oh. we'll just jump right in oh my goodness well thank you thank you it's so good to be on with you and those who are are going to be listening to this podcast what a wonderful platform for women to come together and just uh, talk about the word and talk about life and sharpen one another. I love this podcast because it's, it's, it's where you can do life on life together. And that's where we grow is when we do life on life together. I feel like we're at a round table and we're across from one another and yeah. we glean from one another. So it is a privilege and an honor to be here um, today. You know, when I was listening to, to you sharing about prioritizing ourselves and I think about, we were talking before we started recording about all the things that we as women, mothers or single, single women, single mothers have to do in our day. You know, we do so much that we forget about, <laughs> but it just comes naturally to us because that's the way the Lord made women. Uh, we are help meets. And so he gave us giftings and skills that we a lot of times throw over our shoulders, but we really, really, really are phenomenal and amazing. Uh, when you think about uh, how God uses women and the giftings that he has put in us, and that is to be celebrated. Um, you know, it's to be celebrated. It would not work without women. <laughs> but when we think about prioritizing ourselves so that we can be the best that we can be, when I think about that, uh, mainly um, in our walk with the Lord, I want to be broken bread and poured out wine, which means I want to be the utmost for the Lord. And then I know I'm that for my spouse, for my children, 
for uh, my extended family, for the people that I work with, for the people in my church community, for the people in, the, in my neighborhood and community at, at large. Uh, before COVID hit, we were going to have, I had a conference for women scheduled in the Smyrna Center, uh, put your uh, um, oxygen mask on first. That, that was the whole title of the conference, uh, hitting this topic that you're talking about, Amia, because wow. women don't prioritize and we have, we have to. And what I have gleaned or found that keeps me in a good place in all five areas of my life is my quality time with the Lord. That one-on-one that -on -one secret place that only he and I know about, that only he and I commune together with. And I had to find a secret place. I have two daughters living with me. Uh, one is engaged to be married this year and another one will probably follow shortly after that. So I have a pretty full house and you probably do too with children and husbands and, and things like that. But I had to carve out that place um, that where I, where God and I meet and it's a place and it's my closet y'all it's my closet <laughs> I have a little stool on the floor and that's where I plop my little butt and I sit there and the God and, and my daddy and I talk about things and I know you talked about you you and God commune in your car yeah. you know that's how this podcast was birthed you were taking your children back and forth to school picking them up and God began to download on you <laughs> <laughs> and thus this platform was birthed and that's how God will do it he works with us in the common places a lot of times you know we're looking for this great thing on the mountain on the summit and God is in the valley he's at the base of the mountain and that's where he moves the most in the common everyday places but if I don't have back to the quality time, my secret place with God, which he's waiting for me to come there. He loves me and you so much that he is sitting there with anticipation that we will show up on a daily basis and commune with him. It's very powerful. That's how I'm able, and stop me at any time. No, it's so good. <laughs> that's my priority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like reeling with like, yes and amen, because I was teaching a virtual class this morning. Okay. And I had this moment in the middle of teaching that it, like I had this tangible, I could feel mm. the presence of God, almost okay. like what you just said, where he was waiting for me. Waiting on me waiting on me in a class in a strength training class he was waiting on me to show up to be with him yes in the commonplace just where i do my everyday. where you do your every day and i told I'm my friend you. i didn't know how to explain it it was in a moment that i felt like pixie dust fell on me and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like the movie where all of a sudden you see the person like oh my right. god it finally snapped too right <laughs> I had this moment of like, and I want to go back and look at the recording because I felt it. Mm-hmm. 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 And it was I know like, you did. oh my word. And I and it and it wasn't like my all of a sudden I got this sudden boost of like Wonder Woman power and we were going hardcore. Right. I just kept going with what I was doing, but it was with this mindfulness of like he is right he here. He is right here in this thing. And that's a game changer for us. Oh. 
That's a game changer. The creator of heaven and earth, the CEO of the universe is meeting me in a closet. And then when you look at the scriptures, when it talks about that secret place, God actually contorts himself. If I could demonstrate it, it's so powerful to bend down, bend way down and incline his ear to my prayers, my praise, my worship, my concerns, my needs my adoration, whatever it is, he contorts himself, bends way down now, because I'm on earth in a closet. Mm -hmm. See, but what he'll do for me, he'll do for you because he's no respecter of person. He loves us so much. He loves us so much and he longs to be with us. And when I get into his presence like that, with that kind of love wrapped around me, just envelops me. I crawl up in his arms like a like your children crawl up in your arms. Like see yourself comforting your child. Mm. See that that he put that in women anyway. We're comforters, you know. We're a lot of things. Lord knows we're influencers. We're incubators. We're a lot of things. <laughs> we're we're amazing is what we are. Um, and and I crawl up in his arms. And it doesn't have to be something detrimental going on in my life. I just want his love. And when I get his love, I receive, and then I get the downloads for my day. I get the downloads on, okay, you need to rest more. I get the downloads, you need to, you need to participate in that activity. You need to let this one go. I get the downloads of what I need to be eating. I get the downloads on what pleases the Lord. I get the downloads on where I'm not pleasing him. And I asked the Lord, help me to change, Daddy. It is a daughter-father relationship. And I had to learn this, ladies, because I, my father was in my life, all of my life, and he was an excellent provider, but he wasn't one that would say, come into my, you know, put me in his lap and tell me I was beautiful, tell me I was indispensable, tell me, which means I'm absolutely necessary, telling me you have value and worth and I love you. And one of these days, you're gonna be an amazing woman of whatever. I did not hear that. So for a while in my walk with the Lord, I would model my relationship with our heavenly father to the relationship I had with my dad. I know you're always there and you're a supporter, but I don't get that crawl in your lap type experience. But I had to let go of that thinking, those chains, and remember that the God, a heavenly father is not like my earthly father. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so the love that I get, and now with that, and I'm, I want you to share, please do, is now I can love my father, earthly father, unconditionally. But I had to learn that in the secret place. Yeah. I mean, just as you're talking, like so many things are swirling around in my <laughs> head. Because, um, even just to know that, like when you said he bends down to listen, oh. And on the inside, like the, the container or whatever you call the folder that I have my iPad sit in the case on the inside, mm -hmm. I have written down as long as he bends down, I will pray. Mm -hmm. And to mm -hmm. know that the Bible calls us to move our bodies as an act of worship, as our reasonable act of worship mm -hmm. to the visual of him bending down to listen to me today, waiting to hear the praise. Waiting. Powerful. And then I begin to move and he recognizes that I'm not doing it for my own self-gratification, but to honor him. Yes. Then yes. is the reciprocation of those downloads of, of the prioritizing of yes. 
what one while I'm teaching, like how to prioritize that in the moment. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. and I was explaining to my class, it was crazy that I could be teaching the class and I'm cueing and I'm breathing and I'm doing all the movements. But at the same time, I'm having this conversation with God. Yeah. And he's like, he's what you just described. Like, I'm so glad that this conversation <laughs> is happened today because I walked away like, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Because <laughs> he Not was at all. literally <laughs> downloading not just the parts of my day, but literally downloading, here's what's supposed to happen next. And literally downloading, here are some conversations that you're going to need to have today. Literally downloading, um, how this podcast would flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you mentioned, um, just this, this space of sitting with God, the father as a, as a nurturer. Yes. That so many of us, we were talking pre-recording about just this opportunity of reparenting. Mm-hmm. And the other day, God said to me, um, regardless of their traumas and I was just kind of getting the day ready making coffee and things and I heard the Holy Spirit say regardless of the trauma everybody deserves a second chance sure and so I was like okay so I re- I went and wrote yeah. it down and as I was writing it he said you don't get to decide how you treat their trauma mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like okay. absolutely that's right and I sat in that for a second and so then I was reading Ephesians on just how we're called to be a reflection of Christ and called into the calling just for the mere fact of he called us by name. Yes. Never mind your vocation, occupation, profession, nope. profession. Exactly. But just for the, fa- the fact of the calling. And now to hear you say, it's the calling of come and sit in my lap. Let me tell you who you are. So that you're not trying to be someone that I never made you to be. And to know that like all of our, all of our uniqueness, all of our giftings, all of the things we keep trying to discover and find, he's like, if, if you would just feel me lean down, (laughs) I would actually hear your question. (laughs) And I would definitely know who you are, but you're searching in all the wrong wrong places. Looking for affirmations from so many people and so many sources. When here I am, like contorted. Yes, contorted. Right as you said it, I thought of that old Israel Houghton song. Who am I that you are mindful? Mindful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That you even consider to bend down low. Come on now, and there is a void that is in that God puts in every person because only he can feel it. He can feel that void. It is a void that he feels only. And so many people don't realize that. So say they look for it in careers. They look for it in money. They look for it in men. They look for it in validations from all the wrong places where your validation comes from the North, which is God. Your validation comes from him. And this is what I tell young women that I work with, particularly those in the foster care community, because they never hear it, that your validation comes from God and you are, that's our word, indispensable, which means you are absolutely necessary. Mm. You're on purpose and you are absolutely. So we spend a lot of times removing the, the baggage and the chains from our past, from particularly from these girls' past, and then replacing it with God and who he says you are. 
So when you walk in that strength, when you walk in that focus, when you walk in that knowing, and see, this didn't come, I had, we had to go through some things to get here. Yeah. They say that the, the, the summit justifies the valley. Once you're at this place, but then you look back at what you've gone through and how God has spoken to you, taught you, let you go through trials and tribulations to teach you his ways, then you pour it forward. You pour it on other people. It's not, we're not holding tanks. We take it and we share it and we help others with the help, you know, the scripture that we have been, we have been helped with. Um, but he is my validator. And the only way I've known that is through his word, the Holy Spirit and the quality time spent with him. People can tell me all day, Amelia. But when God speaks to me and I hear it and he tells me, I love you, you're worth every, you were worth sending my son to die for. And you know, we've heard this before. I was the only person on the planet. Jesus still would have hung on the cross. That's right. Jesus presented a perfectly redeemed world to God, back to God. Perfectly redeemed. Ever, all my sins, yours, anything we will ever commit are on the backs of Jesus. So why I am not going to let the enemy and people and things in my past plague me from my future. I, I am determined, as Fred Hammond says, to go through life with no chains. I'm going to find a way to get them off. Women walking around dragging 50-pound chains. You can't see them. They look like they're doing well. But if you were to talk to them and really be, and they were transparent, knowing it's a safe harbor and safe harbor means you can pour your boat into the harbor and you can offload and nobody's going to judge you criticize you you know uh, backbite or or analyze what you have to say it's a safe place to to pull in then god begins to unpack those things that the enemy has lied to us about and then we can walk free i didn't say perfect but we sure can walk free Man. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I'm Thank telling you. you, I could just in the uh, just right there because, like that, like what you just said right there of you may not, we may not see the chains. And like I see no. the other day, a friend of mine had posted a, a an image on social media of a girl's T-shirt that said, "I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine." And we laugh. Okay. That's kind of the sentiment that most of us are walking around with. And it weighs a good 50 to 50 to 100 pounds. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Like our smiles are well kept. And yes. Like we know it. <laughs> <laughs> like we know. And the sad part is we know we know exactly what to say so that people will leave us be. And the interesting yeah. thing, I was talking to another group of women just about how what you said about like with the help that we've been given, God equips us to then help yes. those who are coming behind us so much so that we know the language, we know the posture, yeah. we can identify the terminology, the quirks, the like your hip is cocked to the side and I right. don't know what that means. Like, I know that look, like, you know what I mean? We can spot it from Come a on. way. And, and that's just intuition. That's not, well, that's without the Holy Spirit. Like you can spot that as a heathen, right? right. And when you add the Holy Spirit to it, then he starts giving you access to like the truth. 
yeah. of like, you know how they say that like the windows are the eyes to the soul and you mm-hmm. could look somebody in the face and ask him like, hey, how are you doing? They're like, oh my gosh, let me tell you about my kids and my husband. And like, we bought a house and oh, blah, 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 blah. right. And you're like, but you're so broken. <laughs> like, can I hug you? And I don't say it to like shame or blame. Or no, 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 no. But because I've had in full transparency, I remember when we would be in church service together and you could just look at me and I'm like, she's looking at me. She's looking at me. That's that people smart gift, which women all have giftings too. We, that's a whole other thing of the smarts that God gives gives men and women and we have them. So nobody needs to ever, you were told you were dumb and you can't think that's not true. You have smarts, there are eight of them that came from God. And one of them is people smart. I wish that we would recognize that God has given that to us as a gift. Yes. And, and to be able to come into community and use that for the good of each other. Like my, my mentor says, if God has given you a gift, make sure that you're using it to edify people. Don't use it to, to look better than them or no. use it to talk no. down to them of like, look at what I can do. And I wish you had it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what you like that safe Harbor. Yeah. So important. I prayed for in this space mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. women would know if I turn on this podcast, I am going to hear some truth that would either nudge me to go find someone that I could sit with yes, unload or whatever that might look like, or at the very least, um, I don't know, sit with ourselves. Cause I think a lot of times we, we miss the opportunity to sit and journal or to sit and be still with God, to just mm-hmm. be in our own skin. And even like I have a, like one of the devotionals I'm reading right now, um, at the end of each daily devotional, she has a series of questions. Okay. Okay. They are wide open ended questions that I could just read them and like, oh, those are good things to think about. But the other day, God was like, those are not hypotheticals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are Mm -hmm. invitations to sit with me and literally be in a safe harbor to know like Mm -hmm. when you said safe harbor i wrote pull in your boat and let down your anchor yes yes absolutely (laughs) oh my gosh that's good there for a second and like it might get rocky and the waves might crash and other boats coming in might tip you to the side but like could we just be willing to sit with god in a safe space that potentially could make us feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but be comfortable in the uncomfortable long enough to let him heal the stuff that we've just been dragging come on Um, come on because it just in it that to me that is the joshua one strong and courageous we were talking about before we jumped on on just where we wanted this conversation to go and for those of y'all that are listening that you've been here for a minute, y'all know, I just start talking and whatever God needs to be heard. <laughs> there it goes. Head, right? Um, awesome. And the only thing that God gave me for this particular ep- episode was what we've talked about already, the prioritizing who we are and, and bringing our whole self to God. Yes. And I love that you, like you hit all of that and have, and we've even talked about Joshua one, I started studying Joshua and okay. God's been inviting me to study Joshua for a while and I've been inv- avoiding it. Okay. okay. And I kind of know why it's almost like a, a Jonah kind of thing where I'm like, well, I kind of think you'll make me do something. So <laughs> I 
I'll just put it on till I can't. <laughs> and here I am. And one of the first things that jumped out, and this is what I love about God, I've been asking him to reclaim um, common verses. Okay. Okay. So coffee mug, t-shirts, wall mm-hmm. hangings, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Verses that you're like, if one more person says that, uh, right. tell me how they're I really doing. <laughs> right. Yes, we all know you're strong and courageous. But <laughs> I've been asking him to reveal these verses that have rubbed me like sandpaper. Praise God. That's wonderful. That's and good. Joshua one is one of the ones that has okay. rubbed me. And so that was what I sat in today. And so he said, well, why don't y'all talk about what does it mean to be strong and courageous? Okay. Because okay. women have been fed this belief that strong looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that strong means you don't have time to deal with your emotions. Or we go the far end of the pendulum of it's okay to not be okay. Let's just give everything up because I can't deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I wow. get that, but at the same time, it's like, wait a second. It's kind of like what you were saying. Like we believe that we're in this, we believe that we are dispensable. Right. So we just give it all up and say, I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I quit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the first to raise my hand. Like this season, <laughs> I have wanted to quit. <laughs> I have wanted to just be like, can I just not like anybody, God? Can I be? And he's like, no. No, no, you cannot quit. You did not start to quit. I'm like, right. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> right. I love that. You didn't start to quit. You did not start so to quit. That, I was what like, what does that mean to you? Strong and courageous. Like, how can we as women giving God that quality time and allowing him to bend down and and then us responding to, to that? Mm-hmm. What does that look like in this culture? Well, I know in this culture, I mean. <laughs> When we go back to the secret place, I'm telling you, that's where, that's like the cornerstone to me. That's where the strength comes from. And the more time I spend with the Lord, the more time I spend in his word, the more I believe him. I believe God more today than I did 10 years ago. Hmm. I do not believe in him, but believe him. Hmm. Believe him, believe the promises in his word, all 8,000 of them that they are for me, that I am uh, in, he holds me in his presence. And that means I am priority to him. I'm important to him. And that means what he has for me to do is important to me. Now, what he has called each of us to do, he makes provision for. So my strength is not in myself. The strength, my strength is not in my culture. My strength is not even in my husband, who's a powerful man of God, who loves the Lord, led me to Christ. My strength is in God. And when I know that my husband benefits from that, my children benefit from that, my relationships, whatever I put my hands to do for God or for anybody else, benefactors come into play because my strength comes from the Lord. That scripture says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of whose might? My might's going to run out. But if I be strong, if I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, then he goes on to tell us to put that armor on every single day. Why? Because the enemy hates us. He hates all of us who are are created in, in the image of God, particularly women, particularly strong women, 
Uh, women who will not bridle their tongue when it comes to the Lord. They speak openly about how, um, how um, they love him. They speak freely about their mistakes. They're not trying to put on a facade of everything is wonderful. Uh, we talk about that on Facebook. People just really show you the best of their lives. They only want you to see, it's like a McDonald's commercial. Everybody's smiling and everybody's happy. When we, if we were to walk into their house and just sit off into the corner and not be seen, we would see some things. And that's not to judge people, but I love being real because that's where the breakthroughs come. The, the, the plastic fake doesn't, you know, and, and the women that I work with know, you know, we're gonna keep this real ladies, or if, are we serious about getting breakthroughs? Are we serious about what God has called us to do? Are we serious about being all that he has called us to be? Then we have to show the weaknesses as well as the strengths strengths and the strength comes from the weaknesses so to be strong in the lord is totally opposite of what the culture tells us to do and what society tells us to do yeah. it really is and it's found in him if you look at all the women in the word of god they they did great exploits for the lord because they were hooked to god he is the one that gives them the strength. He tells, so he says, be strong, be in me. I think about Noah's Ark. We got a chance to go up to Kentucky and see that. And if you have not ventured to Kentucky to see the Noah's Ark, uh, you need the Ark Encounter. It is phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal. And it's all about God and all about Jesus. It's so well done. Dr. Ken Ham did that. And he has a creation museum that's just as wonderful. Uh, and all roads lead back to Jesus. It's so well done. But when we were in the ark, they have a replica of the huge doors. And God told Noah, come into the ark where I am. Close the door. And God closed the door. God was not on the outside of the ark. He was on the inside of the ark. So the strength is internal from God, not from, I don't know, not from that of boys, from from people because people are flaky, you know, they'll, 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 that'll bore you and hurrah, 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 go girl, go girl, and turn on you the next second. If you say something that they don't agree with. So men can be flaky, but God is a stable, solid rock. He'll never change on me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He'll never change his mind about me. He has, he loves me now. He has always loved me and he will always love me. That's where my strength comes from. You got to know that though. Know it where? In my head? No. In the crevices of my heart, where my heart beats, it all that who I am. And here's another thing we have to do. And I say we, we got to let God into those basement places, those little bitty corners down in the basement, over there, around the corner, in the back, in the booth, in the corner. <laughs> Give him permission. Here are the keys to my heart. Go in there and clean out whatever is hindering me. I only laugh because literally just yesterday, I don't know, I was doing something and noticed some cobwebs in a corner in my house. Okay. And I was like, where do cobwebs even come from? Like, I know they're spider webs, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't see a spider in the cobwebs. So where do they come from? And I literally heard God say, from the places that are ignored. Mm -hmm. I, there you <laughs> go. Now, you know, this is God. Now, you didn't know what I was going to say. All of this is right, right as the Holy Spirit is flowing. And he had you to look at those cobwebs and note them and ask a question. Yeah, and because I, I was like, 
and it just i mean we could go in so many oh my directions gosh. with this because when <laughs> i noticed the cobwebs at first i was like oh my word if somebody came in my house and saw them they would be like do you even clean your house Ah. I had this conversation with myself, right? <laughs> right? That's why I said it. This is a whole nother episode. A whole nother episode. It was like, well, I'm not getting ready to like let somebody tell me that I don't clean my house. And I went there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was like the Holy Spirit pulled me back and said, Did you even ask me where cobwebs come from? So I was like, Well, where do cobwebs come from? And he was okay. like, Places that are forgotten, forgotten. places that you ignored. The places that you think don't matter. And then when my mind went back to the conversation that I was having with myself, yes, he was like, make sure the cobwebs are cleaned out of your heart. Yes. So to hear you say that today just is this <laughs> a beautiful reminder that it's an invitation. It is an invitation that anytime he invites us to come, I was talking to my class about all the way back in the garden when he called Adam and Eve and said, where are you? It was not a way to shame them or blame them so that they would admit, all right, you found me. This is where I've been hiding, you know, but it just, um, I just, we are out of time and I want to, are we, (laughs) we are already at the mark. I'm telling you, like, (laughs) I I do honestly believe this is not the last time that you will be on this, in this space. Um, because I know that this is a message that women in general need to hear whatever their walk in Christ looks like. Um, I want to make sure that I am diligent to use what God has given me. And I know that he's given me this platform. um, So I want to use it well. Praise God. Um, Praise God. And we, how, if people want to get connected with your church, the women's Bible studies you do, how do they find you? Well, they can go to our website, um, kdchurch.org, kdchurch, spell out church.org. And under the events tab, you will see um, the Bible. I mean, we have, we're on uh, some type of platform online six days a week. I think Pastor and I get a break once a week. Um, the women's Bible studies, women are on a Zoom platform like this, and they're from all over the country. Um, it has take, taken off. We are doing now Breaking Free with Beth Moore. Very intense. Yeah. 11-week Bible study. <laughs> but women are breaking free. They're breaking free to be all that God has called them to be. But all of that information is on our website. Um, Pastor Tibbs and I do... Um, on our YouTube channel, um, a relationship reset. And it's not just husbands and wives, it's relationships period that need to be reset. And we give um, about 30 minutes of ministry. He and I do that together on relationship reset. That's on Saturdays at six. And then uh, we're in church once a month right now, you know, due to COVID and what have you. Um, but he's on, you know, Saturday, Sundays, I'm sorry, at 10 a.m. So, and the men at our church have a platform there. You know, we just got off of Miles Monroe, uh, a powerful book for women. If you really are struggling with who you are and how you're fearfully and wonderfully made, 
uh, The Power and Purpose of Women by Dr. Miles Monroe will open your eyes about your value and your worth as a woman and what you bring to the table. And I'm telling you, he God just downloaded how much he loves his handmaidens and he told that man to write that book and whoa, Women were like, I had no idea. And it didn't cause us to become haughty or arrogant. It humbled us, but it also brought explanation to the gifts that we have and why we're considered help meets and what God loaded us up with, all the gifts, the talents, the skills that women have. So when you read the book, you'll go, oh my God, God put all that in me. And it dispels the lie that women aren't worth anything mm -hmm. or you don't matter or you only bring a modicum amount of giftings to the table or it's a man a man's world well it is but it doesn't work without us yeah. so that's dr miles monroe the power and purpose of women very powerful book okay very powerful book so they can go to the website everything is there okay well i will make sure to put all of that in the show notes um, okay so okay. that everyone can just click directly to it um and again, Miss Kim, I so I'm so grateful for your wisdom and well, I enjoyed your, it. It's fun. <laughs> your willingness to just jump on here. And if, I know, like we got started, and I was like, oh my gosh, we gotta hurry up because it's I like <laughs> um, but I promise you like, we'll come circle back to you and invite you to come back in this space again. Um, and I'm working with some women. Um, to potentially put together an online conference. Um, okay, okay. And I may tap into your wisdom and ask you to be uh, one of our panelists or speaker or keynote speaker or something. Um, okay. I, but I need you to bring what you have because um, there are women that I won't reach on this platform mm -hmm. that still need to be taught this. I understand. not be getting it. Um, and just knowing that so many women right now are falling away from their faith. Oh, I want to no. be able to connect it back to the truth. Um, yes and then eventually yes. to their local church so Absolutely. anyway i appreciate you y'all thanks for listening again and i pray as always that every episode here um, helps you to adjust your focus um, and this year our focus within momentum focus is community and recognizing that we are we were literally created to do this work together we were mm -hmm. not created to isolate ourselves or to separate ourselves out any separating that happens has to go by the hand of God where he sets you apart. But if you've pulled yourself out, that is a dangerous space because that's where the enemy will have his way. He will work his best tricks and get us into those spirals that don't lead us anywhere good. Um, so know that this space is always open for you to come and know that this is the goal here is a community of sisterhood to really be our sister's keeper. Um, so I pray that it was a blessing to you. And until we all get to chat again, um, y'all be blessed and be well and take care.